Yellow, and I cannot believe that I'm saying this, but welcome to episode 30 of Kitsikast. Kitsikast is a podcast with a bad name where I'm talking about my personal self-development journey and trying to make it in life, whatever that means. Maybe trying to make it in life is not a bad idea for a podcast because I can also invite guests and talk to them about how they're trying to make it in life. What do you think about that name change? So in this podcast, we discuss habits, routines, pomodoros, work-life balance, fitness, healthy food, life hacks, being a dad, productivity, running startups, and creating apps. If that's your cup of tea, walk with me, put on your headphones, put on your shoes, go for a walk right now. Don't overthink it. Don't think about, but the weather, just go right now. If you're new here, my name is Kitze, and I'm the founder of Sizi, the browser for developers, Benji, the LifeOS app for organization and productivity and whatever, and Zero to Ship, the course that's finally finished, kind of-ish with an asterisk, that helps you ship um, your SaaS using the technology stack that I'm using in all of my apps. Uh, if you like an awesome assistant like MJ, you can go to athenago.me slash Um I mentioned that MJ is not available these days and uh, today I realized what's going on because I had a call with Athena. It was like a the fourth, wheel, fourth week check-in and they said, uh, is the thing with the electricity that his entire region doesn't have electricity right now but also he's going through some, uh, some personal stuff. I don't want to go into it and dive more into that because that's like revealing way too many information but it made me realize that sometimes dude we judge people and we have no fucking idea what's going on in their lives and a lot of times you might be judging me you might be watching the podcast and i'm i'm here talking about certain things regarding work so i give you i give you a lot from my day but at the end of the day it's still like nuggets i don't give you everything you don't get the full picture like i don't give you a lot of things about the personal life about my relationships with people and stuff so you don't know everything that's going right now you don't know everything that I'm going through. So, you know, when I say something like I'm doing X and I'm doing Y, you might take it in a totally different context and be like, oh, you don't need that. You should do this and that. Like, it's way more complex. So I just realized this with MJ today. So I felt really sorry. And uh, yeah, for now, I'll just handle things by myself. It feels like I don't like this, you know, feeling creeping back in that I finally, you know, I worked with him for four weeks and wait, let me turn this off. This is so fucking annoying. How can I? I hear my voice, whatever, doesn't fucking matter. Uh, I finally got into a place where I can go back to my creative place, like the course, the main part of the course being done, MJ handling my email, handling um, everything basically. And I could finally just relax, breathe and go into back into my creative mode. But now today I opened my inbox, it's like 97 emails. I need to do the taxes again this month. He won't be back MJ for a while. And it fucking sucks, I'm not gonna lie to you. It sucks, it, it, but one thing that I know for sure this time, is I'm not going to go back to not having an assistant. Like a couple of years ago, I screwed up. I got burned out on Upwork and I'm like, no, I'll just do everything by myself. I'm never going back to that again. Whether it's going to be MJ, whether it's going to be someone else from Athena, whether it's going to be someone else out of Athena, from now on, I'll be working with at least one assistant with the life goal also having like a personal life assistant, work life assistant, and someone who can also be here in person. So that's my goal, at least three assistants, never going back to doing things um, solo. Yeah, so that's the situation with MJ. Don't forget to send me video or comment questions. I'm going to answer one comment question today. I'm a donut. Sometimes I forget that I tell you to ask me questions and then I forget that and I'll just answer you in the YouTube comments. But today I saved a question for the podcast. Conferences I'm going to, InfoBip Shift in September, React Alicante in September, and some conferences split soon. I, I don't know exactly when. A quick bench review, sleep time and sleep score doesn't fucking matter. When you're happy with your work, it really doesn't fucking matter, dude. I realized that my sleep um, and the way I felt in the mornings and stuff was very tied to how much I'm looking forward to work that day. 
So yesterday we went to bed around midnight, like literally after midnight. And when the alarm rang today at 7 a.m., I wasn't like, I need like 14 more minutes to get my puny sleep. Uh, I just felt like when you wake up, you either get a thought or like, holy shit, I can't wait to do my job, to do my work, to do the most important thing of the day. Or you get a thought of like, oh, fuck my life. And you just go back to sleep. So when you go back to sleep, there's something really fucked up with you. And that's how I felt this last period. You know, I've been complaining about the sleep. I've been micromanaging, measuring everything. Is it down to the seven hours and 58 minutes? Yesterday, I slept six hours and something. It didn't fucking matter. I still uh, walked a lot today. I still worked. I think I have, let me see the hours of coding. It says seven hours and 11 minutes. So that's just typing in the in the editor. It means like I coded more than more than eight hours and I didn't have enough sleep according to my previous criteria. So if you're really, really, really happy with what you're doing in life, with your work, like you hear that alarm and sometimes even before the alarm, like you just wake up and you're like, wow, I have so many fucking ideas that I want to that I want to do. Uh, yeah, let's switch to the screen for a second. Hydration has been going fine. Weight, I'm not even sure if I measured my weight or not today. I think that I did. My phone is not around me. I'm too lazy to go upstairs to grab it. I think I measured and I think the weight was more or less the same as um, yesterday. Fasting is going fine. Uh, 14 of February, this was yesterday. I think it was also 93.6, whatever, dude. Uh, so weight is fine. Workout, I, I, I don't like that I changed my schedule to... I'm going to do a workout at 3 p.m. when I finish with work. Dude, when I get into my work, like there's no way you're going to take me out of it and I'm going to just, you know, work out at 3 p.m. It's very hard. That's why I said I need a trainer in person who's going to wait for me at 3 p.m. Uh, otherwise, I am very rarely do it. I still feel guilty. Like at the end of the day, I go for long walks. Like today, I have um, almost 17,000 steps. So I still went, I did a very intensive walk. So I, I walked with my daughter and my dog for a while which is intensive because my dog, dude, like he's, <laughs> I love Benji so much, but he's impossible to walk when you're with him, just with him, like trying to push it, a stroller with one hand in bumpy areas and the dog is going from the left to the right, just wrapping around, like um, around the stroller and just going in front and you cannot steer both of them. Dude, what happened on the walk today? <laughs> like uh, I play a podcast. My daughter falls asleep immediately when we go out for a walk. I'm playing a podcast. The dog is going left and right. Like he's racing with us. And I just hear a couple of kids in the building, like we have a couple of houses and there's like a building very close to our houses. And as soon as I leave the street, I hear like my headphones are on transparency mode so I can still hear them. They're like, Prussia, Prussia or something, like, please, please. And I'm like, what is going on? And I see them and they say like the code, the code on the gate. And I'm like, holy shit, these kids are stuck, you know, like in the, in the building area, you know, it's like whatever, the building is gated and it has a gate. And they're like, press the door and then press this code in order to unlock it. And I don't even think what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, poor kids, they got stuck. Probably they want to get home. And I go and I unlock the code. And then they get out of the building and they're like, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And they scatter. I put on my podcast. I continue walking for my daughter and my dog. And it hits you after 15 minutes. I'm like, if you don't, those kids were probably in their building. Probably their parents told them to not leave the building because they cannot go out of it. And me, like the absolute, like in that moment, I put a bunch of sprinkles on myself. I just went, swam in a bunch of glaze because I'm a donut. <laughs> like probably their parents tried to keep them inside the building and you let them out. You idiot. I, I felt so idiotic, dude. Jesus Christ. Just, God forbid something happens, then it's my fault that I unlocked the thing. That's why you don't do favors, dude. Put transparency mode on the headphones. You turn it up. I can't wait to have the Apple Vision on me 24-7. People will be waving in front of me. I'll be like, I don't know. I don't do favors. I don't want to fuck something up, you know? 
Um, it was funny. Someone with the Apple Vision on on Reddit said <laughs> they were sitting in a cafe. Don't right? Don't don't be the fucking guy sitting in a cafe next to you know, especially in some cafes like Starbucks and whatever. The tables are way next to each other, so you don't have privacy. You're a dick. You're a dick donut. There are a couple of shops in Poland. Like we went to Krakow. This is a tangent on tangent on tangent. Like there's a donut shop that specializes, specializes. Like it's not specialization. Whoever came with this idea is an absolute fucking moron. They make donuts in forms of uh, penises and vaginas. So you can, you only get two shapes. So you get like a penis donut or a vagina donut. And those are the two things. And their logo is a big penis, of course. And dude, there's like a line of people waiting to get a creamy penis donut <laughs> like it's fucking hilarious of course we didn't go because i find that i don't know it's idiotic it's repulsive it's not like haha it's a meme why, why was i mentioning about donuts and penises i have no idea how we got to talking about this now ah, yeah the guy in starbucks being a dick donut just using the the vision fucking pro and he's like suddenly in my menus and stuff stuff started clicking and i'm like holy shit ghost touches what is going on in terms of the, uh, the person next to them was pulling a pastry apart. So, you know, they were doing kind of click gestures and the Apple Vision registered the click gestures and started clicking. So someone in the Reddit comments was like, from now on, if I see someone with an Apple Vision, I'm going to go crab, you know, pinches in front of their face just to mess their life up. I don't know. It's like living with this is going to be fucking weird, man. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the walk was fine. The meals, as you can see, everything is super green. Like this new sweet alternative we're doing, like millet, cocoa powder, scoop of protein, and strawberries. It's a godsend. I think it's going to become an everyday thing. We'll see how it's going to affect my weight. And I'm definitely keeping the cheat meal on Sunday. It's going to be only on one day, but God damn it, I'm looking forward to Sunday just eating whatever the fuck I want because I did that last time and I still lost weight. Pomodoros, I was tracking more today, so that's good. I was tracking more Pomodoros. I still don't have everything because I had like extra calls and extra shit. So I worked a lot today. I feel happy when I see this dude, like almost seven hours of Pomodoros, meaning I worked probably more than eight. And oh fuck, I'm an idiot. I think while I was walking on the treadmill, yeah, I was walking for treadmill fine guy from second episode who probably doesn't listen to this anymore um i worked right now i walked for like an intensive walk for an, an hour and 15 minutes but i didn't do any pomodoros because i'm a donut i forgot uh and let's look at the habits it's time for manchester united the red devils everybody aka kids's morning routine let's see everything is red dude i wake up bottle of water coffee go to a toilet sit down work i don't care about planking cold shower plunging, stretching, moisturizing, hanging on a bar, nothing. Like, does that make me feel good? No, but it kind of makes me get closer to my goals. And I don't miss, honestly, the big part of my morning routine. I'm fine for now. We'll see how it's going to progress. Night routine, it, it's always been red. Everything else is good. Soda, juice, alcohol, bread, fast food, coffee, sweets, like none of that shit. All right, and that's the Benji review. We can uh, move on now. I start talking about Apple products because I'm wearing one and I hate it because I cannot hear myself properly and I cannot turn it off. And you're like, wait, why, why can you turn it off? Oh, are they out of battery? I'm wearing, if you're listening to this on the podcast version, I'm wearing the uh, Apple fucking kill me, AirPods, Ma AirPods Max. And I honestly love the premium feeling of them. Like now when you look at other headphones like Sony or whatever, they look plasticky and they look cheap. Like this looks super premium. But the most donut idea that Tim Cook had in the universe is for them not to have an on and off switch. Why, dude? Why? The same thing that was on the iPhone. Remember on the left side on the iPhone, you had like a mute switch? Could have been here, turn them on and off. Now you got to use the case. And first of all, I have no fucking idea where the case is. And even when I do, I take them somewhere else and then I'm far away from the case and I want to turn them off. And you cannot turn them off and they're going to go on mini standby or whatever. They probably have some shitty standby mode. And then next time you pick them up, they're dead. So it's the worst product right now. 
but I was walking with the other ones. They're sweaty, so I cannot use the other ones. I have to use this ones. Um, speaking of dumb Apple products, the the iPad is back in my life, but I strictly use it as an entertainment device. Like I have one home screen, no widgets, no productivity bullshit, like one home screen, which has like Disney Plus and YouTube and Netflix and HBO and Reddit and Twitter and Twitch and YouTube Studio and Goodreads and IMDb and a bunch of shopping websites like Amazon, board game things, Discord, Amazon Prime. Like I have one home screen and this is the entertainment device. Dude, it drives me up the wall like when iPad comes out, comes out with a new version or a new accessory or whatever. And when absolute donuts, they're like, this is my new setup, not using my Mac anymore. They're going to dock the iPad on a fucking monitor. Of course, they had bars on the side because it's not the same ratio and resolution. They're like, it's fine for me. It's kind of a new OS. No, it's not. It's not OS. It doesn't have a fucking menu bar like macOS does. It doesn't have something as powerful as a Raycast for like replacements of Spotlight or whatever. So it's like a very frustrating limited macOS that's not macOS. I've tried using it as a productivity thing. You're restricted to Safari. You cannot install different browser engines, at least for now. The EU is going to change that. So absolutely, I like using this in a, as an entertainment device, but I hate people who are trying to force it. Like, this is where I wrote my book. Shut up. It's annoying. Maybe writing book is not a bad idea, but people are like, look at me running code sandbox and trying to have a local coding farts. Shut up. What else? Vision Pro. Um, you think that you can only buy it in USA, but so far I got two screenshots from my brother-in-law saying it's in Macedonia. Dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> I thought I even had it in my mind. Like right now, I definitely don't want to spend 3K on a Vision Pro. It's going to be 4K probably. I thought, let's fly to USA. Very bad idea because when I go to USA, I'm not going to just go there for the Vision Pro. I'm going to probably spend 10 to 15K. Like that's my plan. I go to the USA. I have 15k budget just buying junk whatever i want dude i have I, I have a list i have a document that i keep in my life called usa thingies they're not here i'm coming back like fucking santa claus from there not just with a vision pro so already a bad idea and then someone sends me vision pro selling in macedonia i don't know how these fuckers imported it from somewhere so yeah now that i have a chance to purchase it like i'm going to macedonia soon and i can purchase it like i'm not sure if i want it honestly like yes i will use it on flights when i'm by on my own but from now on, I'm going to try to travel with my daughter as much as possible. Like conferences, she's coming with me. Like I'm very rarely going to have a trip by myself where I'm going to put a Vision Pro headset and watch a movie. Like when I'm on a flight with my daughter, I'm going to try to entertain her and be with her. I'm not going to be isolated and in, in a movie environment. Even though when traveling solo, like that will be fucking fire. Other than that, I would use it for working on airplanes to protect my privacy. But who gives a shit? Like I'm looking at code and the person next to me is like, oh, cool. He's hacking the plane. We're all going to die. And then they move on. You know, that's their thought. Like you cannot open a terminal and have a green letters typing in without the person next to you thinking, oh, cool. It's my last day calling their grandma. Sorry. Like I'm not going to see you because this guy next to me is hacking. It's it's annoying. I don't know. Um, I'm fine with just using an iPad or my phone on flights and shit, like I had this thing that I mentioned, tablet hooks, you mount it in front of your seat, in in front of you, and you have like a kind of mini screen, of course, having a theater is better, but um, as my daughter grows up, I think I'm going to just slow it down with the technology and shit, I don't want her to be around, like being on an airplane, and she's like, Dada, and I'm like, sorry, Dada is watching Planet of the Apes, like it's, it's fucking stupid, so movie theater, not that useful, especially since I dedicated a room for a home theater where I can go with my wife and eventually my daughter will watch cartoons and everything. It's a nicer experience. I think the vision screen is going to be crispier. It's going to be nicer and everything, but it's still not going to be the family experience. I don't see any other use cases. It doesn't have that many apps. It has like some cool shit. Like today I saw uh, like a photographer going with their camera, but instead of looking at that shitty small screen that cameras have, you know, 
like they were broadcasting how the picture would look like on a giant Apple Vision screen. So they go try to take the photo and when they want to see how the photos looks looks like, they just turn to the left and they have a giant preview. So that was a, like people have really used cool use cases, but it's still not worth to get this device. Like I have the Quest 3, it has passed through, it has all of this shit. I've tried working with three virtual monitors, yada, yada, yada. It's still like, um, I have this theory, like why Apple is going to win this is because Facebook and Quest 3, um, they're trying, like Quest 3 is more of a gaming device. They're trying with the pass-through to make it a work thing, but it's still not good as a work thing because the pass-through is not that good. Uh, but for gaming devices, it's fucking amazing. When I get the will once per year to play in VR, I get lost and I'm like, God damn it, it should have been, you know, I should have done this more. But because it replaces your gaming period, usually your gaming period already happens after work, right? And after work, you're fucking tired, dude. You just want to be on a couch or you want to be with your family or sharing an experience together. You don't want to be standing, putting your VR headset and playing Beat Saber. You don't have the energy for that. And Apple is smarter. That's why they call it special co uh, special computing. Yeah, it's going to be a special computer. That's why they call it spatial computing because uh, they don't want to call it a VR and AR headset. I think this is going to replace MacBooks eventually. They're going to sell some accessory that looks like this, like a keyboard trackpad with a CPU, GPU inside. But instead of having a screen on it, like it's going to cost them less to produce that thing because it's not going to have a screen. It's going to be lighter. And then you just put this and you have your privacy and then you work. Now that's going to be fucking fire, especially if you can have like three windows and shit. Like I, I can see myself in the future because I keep missing like one more monitor here, one more window here. And I put Spotify and I shuffle windows. Like I can see myself using this full time as a replacement of my monitors at work. And maybe when you get so used to it at using it at work, maybe you also spend some leisure time in it. But a VR headset is a leisure time replacer. I don't think it's ever going to happen because people are still social and they still want to, you know, do things um, together. But I saw a tweet today that said something like, imagine the future after that open AI announcement when they generate um, like one minute videos by you typing a prompt. You can also speak that prompt, right? So you can speak things into existence. You can speak things that you want to see into existence. Now, I don't know how long it takes to generate that video. Probably, I would say, 10, 15 minutes. I'm not sure how speedy is that. But that's going to reduce. That's going to be down to seconds. That's going to be down to milliseconds eventually. You just speak something and it happens live, right? At the same time, on the other side, we have VR headsets getting smaller, smaller, smaller with their glasses and voice input getting better and everything. So eventually, future generations will be able to put this on and just turn off this reality and just speak what they want to see. Like, let's take it even further with Neuralink and whatever, you'll be thinking things into existence. Like, Black Mirror has predicted everything. Remember that episode where the people put like a, they put like a silver dot with the two guys who are playing a fighting game and it turns out they're in love with each other and they they, they both had wives, but they, they love to spend time in that thingy, you know, after after work and shit. It was very creepy. And But then when I watched the episode, I was like, yeah, but this is too far away. Now I can see the components coming through, dude. Like, they're coming. Like, all of these advancements together, they're going to come in the future come to a future where um, you just think what you want and it happens in front of you. So why would you be in this reality? Like maybe us who who grew up in this mixed, you know, we grew up on the streets basically, but also the internet was slowly and gradually like introduced to us. Like maybe we're going to find a balance, but future kids absolutely fucking screwed, dude. Like I was scared. One day my daughter is going to have social media profiles and this and that. I think we're going to be begging them. Please be on TikTok like a person, like your mother did back in the day or whatever. We're going to be begging them to have normal social media and shit. Anyway, enough about VR. It's just like random thoughts about this. Have you ever had the thought like, what is the future of cinema and movies? Because 
until now we had like black and white and then like no sound and then there was sound and then the quality got better and then we got HD and then we get 4K and it stopped. Like there's nothing, like we had HDR and yeah, OLED TVs are getting better but like movie as the movie format, like they experimented with 3D, nothing happened and now we had like 4K HDR movies and that's it. But it's never been it in history. So I'm wondering what's the next format? I cannot, I've been thinking about this so fucking hard and I cannot envision what is the next format of movies and shows? Like, can you? Please let me know in the comments. Like, the only thing I can imagine, like, physical media, Blu-rays, and finite, finite movies and shows die. I think that's going to be a new thing. Like, when I'm thinking of introducing my daughter to some of my favorite shows and shit, I know she's going to be like, oh my god, that's old. But I'm like, it is old, but it's still going to be 4K HD. It's not going to be similar to our black and white no sound old that we don't want to watch from back in the day. But then I'm like, what's gonna make it old for her it's probably gonna be like oh my god that this movie ends why did it not end the way i wanted it to end oh my god why am i not the main actress using the new netflix 7.9 i can take a selfie and i'll be the main actress in the thing so i think they'll be missing changing the actors changing maybe i i think people are going to input more so the movie is not going to be finite but it's going to be like a hybrid between a movie and a game where you'll be able to say something like to the person maybe like microphone listening to you and be like oh my god idiot don't get into the room and the person turns around and I think um, like the content is going to be so endless like TV shows you can generate like endless things and when we show kids our old things they're going to be like oh my god this is finite this is so annoying and I want to watch more from it and they'll be able to I guess but yeah please let me know your thoughts like it's a very interesting thing to talk about I have no fucking idea why I spent 21 minutes dude what was I talking for 21 minutes Jesus Christ uh, what else I have for today I, I think I'm going to move the podcast in the mornings to make it part of my work day so I'll wake up in the morning and I'll start a podcast telling you about the previous day because that makes more sense than for me to wait to finish the day and usually, like, I need to record this late. Like, it's almost, I forgot to mention the date today because I'm a fucking dude. Not. Today is 16th of February and I'm recording this at almost midnight. Um, yeah, so I'm thinking of recording this in the mornings. Um, native app for Benji. I started coding today on a native app for Benji because I said that I'm going to record the bonus part of the course. I just didn't have it in me. I just couldn't wait to finish the main part of the course. And today I was uh, uploading the podcast and doing a couple more things. And I'm like, what about I make a native app for Benji? Because the EU, and I don't blame Apple for this decision. A lot of people hate um, the decisions of the EU and a lot of people hate the strictness of Apple. So they decided to remove PWAs uh, from iOS in Europe. PWAs, when you go to a website and you click on the share thing, and then you add it to your home screen and it looks like an app. So Apple is going to block that in the EU because the EU is going to have alternative web stores, meaning malicious actors like can install random web apps to your home screen. They can scrape all of your data for all of your web apps because web apps have more access to your things than websites. And Apple just being the company that they are, they want to keep everything super secure and yada, yada, yada. They decided no more PWA. And I'm relying on the Benji PWA. Like I don't like to open Benji as a website. I was happy with it being kind of an app-ish but today I was like fuck it I'll just build a I'll just start building a native app and I can show you the progress a little bit so this is where I got to so it's an expo app for the technical nerds out there it's an expo react native app in settings you put your Benji API token so it still doesn't have login password authentication because I did I wanted to get as far as possible without sweating the the details so it has only the to-dos for now. So in the to-dos we have, I was trying to figure out the routing and a bunch of shit. So we have overview today, tomorrow, and inbox. And you press on the plus, you can add a to-do and you can press save and it just gets added. Like there's nothing else. There's no editing of to-dos. You can mark them as done. 
and they disappear. And that's it. It's like a super basic to-do app. It just amazes me when you make a native app, just this dialogue and saving this dialogue is like way smoother than anything you would make on the web. Like this is fucking annoying that native apps are so uh, smooth. So anyway, I'll be working with that a little bit more. I think tomorrow is Saturday, so I'll be working a little bit more. Uh, Zico will also help me a little bit. I had a long call with him today and yesterday and I also told him like this could have been a fucking podcast because I wanted to start another podcast about just, I had a show on Twitch called Tired of Web Dev or no, This Week in Web Dev. And I miss having, you know, once per week call with someone where we can just, but that someone needs to be way more in the world of web dev than me because, you know, your boy doesn't care anymore. I don't care about hype. I don't care about this and that. I picked my technology stack. I love it. And I love to ship things with it and make money. But Zico is just obsessed with the latest and greatest and everything that happens in in the world of web dev. So it would be interesting to have a show with someone like him where he tells me the new things. I make faces. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm boomer. I'm old. Like, I don't care about any of this. I think it's going to make for an interesting dynamic. So yesterday we had a long call and I'm like, this could have been episode one, you donut. But we are very similar. We're very chaotic. And last time we tried to make this, he was like, no, I have exams and I have this and I have that. And we never got to doing it. Then I made a call on Twitter for like calling people who wants to be my co-host about this. I got a bunch of applications, like way, way, way more popular people than Zico. But it's not about popular. It's about whether the dynamic is going to click and whether this person is deep down into the world of web dev knowing everything about everything. So maybe we'll start that thing. I have no fucking clue. But for now, I invited him to the Benji repo. We signed the Balkan NDA. He even sent fucking donut, sent me a picture with holding his iPad. I was like, I'm going to invite you to the repo, but you signed the Balkan NDA. That's going to be like, if you ever steal my idea or you do something with my code, I'm going to beat you up or going to be missing a body part. So he sends a picture holding an iPad with his signature saying on the top, I'm not going to do anything. Kids is going to beat me up, Balkan NDA, and then signature. Fucking hilarious guy. Uh, anyway, it's going to help a little bit because he's a great person, dude, really. Like, the amount of times that I just call him randomly in the middle of the day, I'm like, hey, I need help, and he helps me, it's just mind-blowing. Like, someone calls me in the middle of the day, like, immediately ask them, hey, are you American Pie? Miss American Pie? Because bye-bye, right? See ya. Um, what else? I changed my Pomodoros to 45 minutes. I don't like doing 25 minutes Pomodoros. I cannot get into the flow enough, and it's already better. So 45 minutes Pomodoros and five-minute breaks. During the five-minute breaks, when you do a Pomodoro on Benji, it shows you tasks from your to-do list that you can do under five minutes. I mean, for that, you need to estimate your tasks. So I started estimating. So what I do, around, like there's a bunch of things that I need to do in the office. I just um, uh, hold the crown on my watch. I don't even say, hey, S word, not to trigger the assistant now, because a lot of times it won't hear it properly. So I got into this habit. I just move around. I see something needs to be done. And I hold the crown and I'm like, remind me to do whatever. A couple of times per day, a Siri shortcut like picks up all of the to-dos and puts them into Benji. Now, ideally, it would be nice if I make some native flow thing or basically say the duration, but the duration gets parsed. So I can be like, clean up, whatever. I have some electric garbage in the office right now, like uh, electronic waste, whatever you call it. And I can be like, remind me to clean up the electronic waste three minutes. And then it takes a three-minute part. It estimates the task. It saves it as an estimate. And then later when I'm doing a Pomodoro break and after 45 minutes, I don't want to sit anymore. Uh, I see the Pomodoro break and I'm like, oh, cool, I can do that. So I, I've done so many things around here just by looking at my Pomodoro break and doing like, okay, I can do this, 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 and that. So it's a very useful flow for me. Uh, what else? Funny thing with the Arc change. Look, I've been shitting on this on Twitter and it's fucking hilarious. Arc is this alternative hipster browser that a lot of people are using. I'm also using Arc for browsing. And it's funny how they're doing marketing, dude. It's fucking, actually, it's not funny. It's fucking amazing. Like they would take the smallest thing in their app and they turn it into a changelog entry. I ship 
17 things in Benji and Edu has been working on so many things in Benji. We haven't written a single line in a changelog. So nobody knows what we worked on. Arc today in the changelog had a big ass chunk saying that they made a line bolder in their app. I swear to God, go update Arc. It's going to be like, we made this bolder for you. And this was made by Stephanie from our marketing department. Like they give the credit, they put a screenshot. You made something bold. Like I'm mad, but at the same time, I admire them. Like how can they, how can they do this? Like the branding that they have is fucking insane. So kudos for that. Um, yeah, I have one more. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to miss the fucking question. I'm going to leave the question for the answer. It's fine. Uh, I have another section because I thought I'm not going to get to filling 30 minutes, but Mr. Babbling over here always gets to 30 minutes. It's called Twitter things. So I, I open Twitter before I start the podcast. I see what I liked on that day and I get a bunch of ideas. So what did I like? What was interesting? And then we can share them. Your boy post, posted a banger yesterday. 1 million views, almost 10,000 likes. The video would suck. Uh, I just got on a vacation from Twitter, just refreshed it earlier, that I made another $277 just from tweeting and shit posting. It's hilarious. Gonna donate them uh, soon. Let me actually add a task for that. So even though I have Benji and everything open, this is just too much of a habit. Remind me to donate the money from Twitter. Okay. All right, I've added it. Um, yeah, one tweet that I saw that pissed me off is from Jerry Riggs, whatever that guy's called, who's just opening phones for no reason and scratches them like, a, like what, what, why? Stop it, right? He had a tweet. Personally, I think we should pull the plug on AI while we can. That thing is getting too good too quick. Flip the switch. I think we should plug, we should... Uh, did I say, yeah, she, he said flip the switch and pull the plug. I think we should pull the plug on your life support, dude, because you're 97. Hey, dude, are you the universe? Because you're infinite amount of years old. If you think like that, you know, we got to stop the innovation. It's not going to stop. You don't. It's nothing is going to stop just because you want it to stop. Like, did the internet stop? You got to find that clip, Bill Gates talking about the internet on a late night show. And the host being like, ha, 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 but Bill, I have my magazines. Why would I go on the internet to check, I don't know, football scores? I want to see that guy scrolling, right? Like giant bags under his eyes. He's just addicted to social media if he's still alive, that guy. But, you know, scrolling a sports app on his phone, fucking donut. But he was like, ha, ha, Bill, why would I need the thing when I have a radio and, and magazines and CDs? And now, you know, same people saying the same thing about AI. Fucking million years old. I don't know how people can think like that, like. We need to ban it in certain countries. It's not going to stop. It's just going to get crazier. Um, somebody else had a tweet. I don't know who needs to read this, but there are successful founders and companies where the founder and CEO is not on Twitter daily. Some of them don't even have an account. And these people, dude, I want to meet them so bad. I think I mentioned the story when I met with someone through Twitter. He had minus 17 followers, right? He was in the minus somehow. And he DM'd me to hang out in Netherlands. I wasn't hanging with a lot of people. I went out. He, I don't know how much money he was making, like shit ton of money. From a converter. I'm like, what's your website? A converter. He's like, if you go convert X to Y on Google, my website is the first one that pops up. It was like garbage. It looked horrible. He was making shit ton of money. Not popular on Twitter. So this tweet made me think how many founders are out there. They're not even on Twitter or on social media or whatever. It always blows my mind. I watch a video like of Noah Kagan or whatever going to someone's house and be like, how did you get this house? And they're like, oh, we sell the plastic part of the toilet cover. You're like, what? Yeah, my husband has a factory of that. Guy doesn't have to think about front-end, back-end, mobile development, AI replacing his job. Or they'll be like, uh, yeah, we're making candles. What? Is it like a factory? No, like homemade candles. Are they good? Ah, kinda. We're still making millions. It just blows my mind. So anyway, last two tweets. Someone said, best career advice, start a family and nothing else will, will matter. 
A lot of people don't want to hear this advice because they're like, I want to live it up. I want to travel until I'm 38. But then also they're like, oh my God, I have so much anxiety. I don't know what's happening to me. I feel so lost because we went so far away from like the natural order of how things should be. I think as humans, it's so, like, I don't want to say this. Dude, the moment I say the society word, cancel this podcast, okay? I'm saying this as, a, but I'm not using it in a sentence. If I ever say as a society, that's it. I click the button, it's the last episode. Bye-bye, see ya. But I think really as humanity, we, we went so far in the other direction. Like we, we're going to take a dog and a cat. We're going to call them my son. And we're like, I, I was talking to my dog that way. Like he is my son. I still feel him that way. But now when I have a kid, like everything has changed and life makes more sense. The constraints on time and appreciating your time more. And you can still do shit in life. People think that when you have a kid, your world ends. But I think that's really not just, he said, best career advice, best advice overall. Like you'll find, um, you'll find a way. You'll find what you're meant um, to be because most of us were men like evolution exists because of we're so, there's something in us that makes us want to procreate and make babies and whatever and when you do it it's like oh holy shit this is the part that's been missing and it's definitely helpful so a lot of people don't want to hear that like me personally I think this should have been a topic for another day I've been the biggest hater when someone judges people and tells them when to have kids like they've been doing it to me they're doing it to other people I hated that so fucking much like let people be I was like that for so long and I got so angry how dare you tell me what to do what you the moment, the moment my daughter was born, I'm like, how can people live without a kid? Like immediately, like, oh my God, you have a cat? That's so lame. Immediate switch in my brain. Like I realized that's the point of life. Then you know what makes me sad? For a lot of people, they will never get this feeling uh, of, you cannot get like a trailer, <laughs> like a, just a preview. I think if everyone had a preview of, of their child, just like a little simulation of their actual child for a week, I don't think there's like 1% of people that would be like, no, I don't want to keep this and this doesn't bring me joy. As soon as you have it, you're like, oh, I get life now. But a lot of people are scared because the internet made everything super fucking scary. Like you need to know everything. You need to read everything. You need to be an expert on everything, which made, which makes this topic of having a kid super scary. So people postpone it and postpone it and postpone it. And eventually they might not be able to and whatever. Talking about this way too much, but I agree with him. Best career advice, start a family. And definitely, I love the direction where my life is going towards and like I, I, the most positive things that happens to me in the day is when I'm spending time with my daughter. I can be in the shittiest mood. There's a lot of shit going on work-wise, business-wise, family-wise, like a lot of shit going on right now. But dude, when I see her, when she's next to me, that's it. Like everything melts away. Nothing fucking matters. She's like a ball of positive energy and I love her so much. Uh, Yeah. This is really funny from Douglas Adams from The Salmon of Doubt. I guess it's a book like people overhyped the Hitch, what was it called? Hitchhiker's Galaxy, Gal whatever, his his book. Uh, I was reading it. It made me laugh a couple of times. He's super fucking overrated. So this is a quote from another thing and it's 100% true. I've come up with a set of rules that describe our reactions to technology. First, anything that is in the world when you're born is normal and ordinary and it's just a natural part of the way the world works, right? If you're born with the internet or TikTok, it's just normal and ordinary. Second, anything that's invented between when you're 15 and 35 is new and exciting and revolutionary, and you can probably get a career in it. A lot of people felt that way with all the, you know, inventions and shit. And then, anything invented after you're 35 is against the natural order of things. Dude, this is the most correct thing. And I, would even, I wouldn't even say 35. I would say after 30, they're like, yeah, but why would you need AI? Things were fine as they were, right? Why would we need self-driving cars? I want to keep my own wheel. So this is 100 fucking percent, but don't read Douglas Adams' books. They're, they're overrated. Uh, 
Um, two annoying things that people say on Twitter and drive me crazy. Cooking, like the way that they use the verb cook, let him cook or he cooked. They cooked when they do something. A company re releases something and this new generation is like, oh, they cooked so much. Oh, I want to cook you. Hey, did they use paprika or or and like cumin and whatever? Or were they coding on a keyboard? They weren't? Or they, was, they weren't using olive oil? Then they weren't fucking cooking you donuts. You cooked fucking donuts. I hate that fucking thing. And when someone says, when someone says skill issue about something, dude, it's overused. I get it. It was funny. But you'll tweet whatever and people are like, skill issue. You'll be like, hey, I don't like this. And they're like, scale issue. Like, that's how I imagine them saying it. Scale issue. It's like so fucking punchable. Shut up. So finally, the question from the, the listen listener. Someone asked me. Yeah, instead of including his name and profile picture and having a nice image here, you know, I'm just... The, the question from the someone who asked the question. Uh, would you be more scared of AI if you would be in a much worse financial situation? This is actually a very fucking good question. Um... The financial situation I'm at right now, it's not the most ideal thing in the world because the house is not paid off, right? And I wanted to talk about investments at some point because my only investments are a bunch of bad crypto decisions and investing in Tesla, and that's it. So I haven't invested in any other stock. I don't have S&P 500, no other investments, no properties or whatever. So my, my financial future is not like, I don't worry about an AI. I'm not an employee at a company. They're not going to kick me out. AI can replace everything that I do, basically, in a very easy way. The good thing is like, entrepreneurs can take AI by its hand and they can use most of it to try to make money. And if you're an employee at a company, if you're just sleeping, you know, and you're like, ah, whatever, this is going to be good. You're more at risk. But I'm kind of equal. I wouldn't say equally at risk, but it's still a big risk. So I embrace it. I'm very aware of the changes it's going to bring in the world. That's why I'm trying to do whatever I'm trying to do with life. And I'm never going to neglect like, nah, this is going to take another 30 years. Dude, the world's not going to be the same in 5, 10, 15 years. I want to do the right financial decisions as soon as possible in order to secure my future, at least to have, like I already have a paid off car, I want to have a paid off house, I want to have some investments to know that no matter what happens, at least I have that stability under me and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I don't see a stable future, like currencies and whatever happens with the economy and as society, I'm kidding, I'm not going to say the society thing, but things are going to change, they're going to be rocky and I'm not saying that I'm not scared. I'm scared and that makes me aware and it makes me work more and not be like, oh, whatever, we'll figure out the thing later because... There's not going to be later. All the opportunities that existed 10 years ago, they don't exist now. Like if you're the guy making websites or whatever, now people can do them in Wix and in Squarespace and in drag and drop things. So like the window is closing with every year and I hope that more people are aware of it. I am scared and I am aware of what the fuck is happening. So I hope that answered your question. I guess that's it for today. Do your homework. Get the course. Go follow me on Twitter. Go join the Discord. The homework is in the description. Go click on all the links and spend one hour doing those things or do whatever the fuck you want. Who is the singer of Chandelier? See ya in the next one. And thank you for listening, you donuts.